Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. We are on the airwaves to ASWF Aftermath, and the long journey to Anniversary 20 has begun. It began last Saturday night in the Value Arena, and that's exactly what we're here to discuss on a special night for ASWF Aftermath Wednesday nights. Normally, we come at you on Thursdays, but obviously, with the big show happening down in Hot Springs tomorrow, I'm going to try to go catch that and uh, report everything that happens, including my guest here tonight, who should be calling in around the second hour, the infamous one, has promised to pay Ray Ray a visit down there in Hot Springs at Rumors Bar and Grill. So definitely going to try to keep you updated on that. But what a show. Just mind-blowing the things that happened this past Saturday night at the Valiant Arena, including the fact that we have brand-new ASWF Tag Team Champions that being Cataclysm and the Aztec Warrior El Rey. Number one, what an odd tandem. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't even believe that this is uh, happening and I just announced that. But yeah, uh, El Rey and Cataclysm teamed up this past Saturday night at the Valiant Arena. And it appears that El Rey, I guess, cashed in a large favor uh, from the psychotic savior still trying to figure out exactly what that favor was but definitely uh looking forward to the tag team title reign of uh tag team that now wants to be referred to as taco hell uh going to be interesting to see how their title reign in, uh, begins and especially it's interesting to look at how the title reign of the greatest gym known to man max stone ended uh, i mean so many stories coming out of the opening contest this past uh, Saturday night live at the Valiant Arena. You got not only the birth of a new tag team title reign in Taco Hell's tag title reign, but now the end of the dominance, the seven-month-long dominance of the greatest gym known to man and the element of perfection, Max Stone and Jenny here in the comment section over on Facebook Live says... She hopes Ray Ray punches Double J in the face, and he's a wide load. So uh, definitely, I mean, as we'll get with the infamous one here in the second hour, so keep staying tuned on that. Uh, certainly some possibilities for the infamous one to get punched in the face by Ray Ray if he doesn't watch out. Uh, I was able to speak with Ray Ray, and we'll get into that more when the infamous one gets on. And he has seen 
the Facebook post from the infamous one. So definitely interesting that he took the time to address that with me this week. But as I was discussing, Max Stone losing the tag team titles this past Saturday night at the Valiant Arena to the now aforementioned Taco Hell. And, you know, the one of the big stories coming out of this thing, Max Stone afterwards was just completely blindsided by an attack from Tyler Knight, of all people. Uh, Tyler Knight obviously won the battle royal going back to Christmas with the Claws. And uh, Tammy says, Double J needs to be known as Teletubby. I'll uh, give him a heads up whenever he gets on the airwaves here that you think that, Tammy. Feel free whenever he comes on or anytime during the next two hours, give us a call. 347-989-1171. As always, though, we do encourage you, keep it clean, keep it PG, just like you would at the Valiant Arena, as this is a family show. But with that being said, like I was saying, you know, you go back to Christmas with a clause. Uh, Tyler Knight wins the battle royal and becomes Max Stone's partner that night. And, uh, well, like, excuse me, his partner going forward in defending the ASWF Tag Team Championships. And he did. He helped him win or retain the tag team titles that night against the Titans of Violence and the Vincent Brothers. And we're going to get to them later on in this broadcast as they were both in action this past Saturday night, not once but twice as the battle roll commenced as well in the main event. But uh, you look at it, and it seemed on paper like the, like the tag team titles were going to stay with Tyler Knight and Max Stone for quite some time. They, the chemistry was there, everything you need. And Jamie, uh, Mr. Heinzman there says uh, that the titans of violence are coming for the titles. So there you go, the first stake has been claimed at the new tag team champions, Taco Hell. But um, you look here, and you think about this. On paper, Max Stone and Tyler Knight, a perfect tag team combination, and a team that should have held on to the tag team titles for quite some time. But then the very next show, El Ray comes in, and I I guess he saw something in that uh, triangle tag team title match. At Christmas with the Claws, I guess he saw something. He was ready to cash in, and he came in right there at the open of the show. And uh, corner Joey Britton said, hey, I want to cash this thing in. I want to become the tag team champion. And uh, Joey, you know, he kind of said, hey, I've been through this for the past seven months. We finally rectified this issue uh, at the Christmas show, and we saw that, you know, we made Max Stone get a tag team partner to defend these tag team titles. I'm not going to go through that again. Well, little did we know that El Rey had already made that plan. El Rey had called in a favor and (laughs) almost a little bit of a crazy favor in the fact that he called upon the leader and the psychotic savior of the Manai cataclysm. And there you go. Again, Heinzman says he doesn't care who they have to run through to become tag team champions. He is determined 2019 will be the year of the Titans of violence. And, you know, I have a hard time arguing with you, Heinzman. Very impressive what you guys accomplished towards the end of 2018 
And now at the beginning of 2019, it'll definitely be interesting to see who will be the tag team champions heading into 2020 in the 21st year of the ASWF. Is this, of course, the 20th year we're on our journey to the anniversary 20 this uh, coming up April. But like I was saying, you know, he, he called in his favor to Cataclysm, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what earned him this favor or exactly what happened because the last time we saw any sort of interaction between El Ray and a member of the Manai, he actually cost Asa Morta a match. So definitely interesting as we want to welcome in Aaron and Nick. Welcome into ASWF Aftermath. Nice to see you guys coming in here. Like I was saying, though, the interesting thing here is how cohesive El Ray, the Aztec warrior, and the psychotic savior cataclysm will be as a tag team. Obviously, you saw it worked well for uh, last Saturday night at the New Year's show. Uh, but now teams have film on these guys. And it's kind of like you go back to the NFL. You see a quarterback, for example. You look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who's tearing it up in the NFL right now. And, you know, a lot of people say that it's because teams don't have film on them, don't have game film. They don't have any way to really – they don't really have any way to prepare for them. And that is one thing I will have to say. Max Stone and Tyler Knight had no time to prepare. They didn't expect to be defending the tag team titles last Saturday night. And El Ray cashed in, and it was just like that. El Ray and Cataclysm became – the tag team champions. Now back to a point I made earlier, Tyler Knight. I'm not sure what's gotten into this guy. He gets a golden opportunity to hold the tag team titles with the greatest gym known to man, Max Stone. A, uh, an excellent opportunity for a guy who's pretty young in this business still. And he takes it and he runs with it. He obviously picking up the pinfall to retain the tag team titles at uh, Christmas with the Claws, but then this past Saturday night when Max Stone loses the ASWF Tag Team titles, after the match, he proceeds to viciously assault Stone, just absolutely with reckless abandon, goes directly after the man, and I personally, for the life of me, can't understand why. And maybe uh, maybe we can get Tyler to call in here uh, once again. If you if you guys have any thoughts on this, feel free comment in the comment section below three four seven nine eight nine one one seven one. Feel free to call us in here and uh, chat us up about. I'm at a loss for words as to why Tyler Knight would choose this path and choose to take out the man that really gave him the golden opportunity to become, you know, to get ASWF tag team title gold within your first year within the ASWF. That's a remarkable feat. And that's something very impressive that Tyler Knight was able to accomplish as well as Max Stone. And um, a guy we're actually about to have a benefit for this Saturday night, Mr. A.D. Sky, as you all know, ladies and gentlemen, we all do welcome you to come out this Saturday night at the Valiant Arena. This is going to be the second week of a seven-week-in-a-row run that ASWF will be doing uh, this Saturday night, though. Obviously, everything going to be for AD Sky, uh, all of the medical benefits, all the proceeds going to his medical expenses and things like that. Obviously, we all know 
that it can get quite costly with a hospital stay, especially an exp uh, extended one. And Aaron comments here, chimes in, says the destruction of what should have been the greatest team of all time. And that's exactly what you think. On paper, like I said earlier, Aaron, it, on paper, these guys should have been tag team champions for, honestly, as long as they wanted to. Max Stone, his stuff, it needs no explanation as to why I would say he would be, uh, he would be the man that would be holding these tag team titles for quite some time. I mean, I expected that his title reign wasn't going to come short of a year. Honestly, I got to the point where I really expected uh, us to say Max Stone was going to be tag team champion for over a year. You know, the guy did it by himself. I've got to admit that by himself for a majority of the time. And once do want to uh, thank you for that, uh, Aaron. You know, it is it's this Saturday night. It is all for AD and our thoughts and prayers obviously going out to the family of AD Sky. And we can't wait to see him back inside of a professional wrestling ring. But like I was saying, you know, you, you expect these things. On paper, Max Stone and Tyler Knight, the perfect tag team. You know, you got the speed and the power. You got everything. And these guys really, uh, in the first part of the matchup Saturday night, they really did. They were working well together. They, they were doing absolutely phenomenal work as a tag team. And then for whatever reason, and like I said, the only thing I can think is that they just didn't – they couldn't scout these guys. They were ill-prepared, and they couldn't scout these guys. And that's going to be the interesting thing moving forward should uh, Max Stone decide to cash in a rematch clause. But the first thing Max Stone, I can guarantee you, is thinking about right now as we sit here is the fact that he wants to get his hands on Tyler Knight. I, there's, there's no excuse for the way Tyler Knight acted. There's no excuse. For and maybe y'all can help me out in the comments section. There's no excuse for what happened. I, I, I literally I don't understand it. Aaron, feel free to call in 347 I, I I can't wrap my mind around the fact that Tyler Knight took a guy who gave him an opportunity, a golden opportunity at that to become ASWF tag team champion. And, you know, Tyler Knight could have, you know, regain the tag team titles but instead he lets his he lets his anger and his ego get the best of him is what I'm going to go ahead and label this as because he just viciously assaulted AD Sky after the bell uh, this past Saturday night at the Valiant Arena and I tell you one thing, I you can say all you want about Max, you can say all you want about his attitude, how he says he doesn't need anybody, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, the guy's always been a man about what he's done. He's always confronted you face to face. He's always taking care of business face to face. He doesn't go around attacking people from behind. He doesn't do any of that stuff. And for Tyler Knight to act the way he did, I just I'm at a loss for words as far as that goes. It, it's just, it's mind-blowing to me. And, you know, while we're talking about mind-blowing, the fact that we have a brand-new ASWF champion is mind-blowing to me. You know, uh, obviously, uh, the main event started out a little bit, 
Well, it's a little bit fuzzy for me. Uh, obviously, for those who listened last Thursday, uh, the commissioner came on and said that he was going to give away 10 free passes to ASWF, which he did. And want to congratulate everybody that got one of those 10 free uh, passes to ASWF uh, for winning. But uh, should I be voted into the battle royal? And obviously, I uh, was voted into the battle royal, and I made it to the uh, – I came in fifth. Uh, literally, the scariest moments of my life happened inside of that matchup. Uh, Obviously, having my spine kicked through my chest was not a good moment for me inside of my history at the All-Star Wrestling Federation. Uh, the original misfit, Josh Cross, obviously, I can thank him for that. Uh, just one heck of a night, ladies and gentlemen. And you look at that battle roll and the things that happened in that battle roll. First off, you know, uh, Leo Keegan comes in, and we expect Leo Keegan to just absolutely destroy anything that moves. You know, whenever I, whenever I heard, and this battle royal came across my desk at the ASWF offices, the first thing I thought was, "Wow, uh, Keegan's about to win a battle royal, and he's going to be the number one contender." Because let's be honest, I mean. Uh, the biggest guy inside of the locker room at ASWF, maybe second only to Steve-O. Obviously, you'd think he was the favorite, but uh, we saw, you know, in that matchup, not to be had was that, uh, you know, Joey Britt <laughs> talking me up when I came in at that fifth spot uh, right after Leo Keegan. He talked me up. I. I tell you, folks, I've never been that worried in my life. That was the longest walk of my life. I was literally petrified for all those that weren't there to see it. I I, I never want to experience that again. That was definitely a worrisome and troublesome time for me. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, I go in and I forearm Keegan in the back and you know, I thought I was really doing something, and then Keegan stood up and turned around, and I proceeded to try to get back outside of the ring really fast. I got on my bike and uh, made, and tried to get out of there. And I do, uh, I do want to thank you, Aaron. It was uh, it was an experience to say the least, and thank you for congratulating me. I did make it through it. Uh, I don't know how I made it through it. Uh, very scary. Uh, like I said, you know, as soon as I got back in that thing, Joey Britt made me get back in that thing after I ran out really fast. I was like, you know what? I'm just, Keegan, this is you. This is you, pal. I, You're my pick. And I tried to eliminate myself, but unfortunately the commissioner caught me about halfway up the aisle and said, no, 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 no. You got to get back in there. And, well... Uh, I obviously, you know, Ray got a hold of me at one point, uh, threw my shirt up over my head and came down with two overhead hand chops with those. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've never felt a chop from Ray Ray, it's like your chest explodes. It's like your chest literally caves in. You can't breathe. Your chest is on fire. I, 
it was literally the worst experience of my life. Maybe second only to the fact that my spine got kicked through my chest like a field goal uh, later on in the night by uh, Josh Cross. Uh, scary, scary stuff. But, uh, you know, a lot of big things did happen in that battle role besides what happened with me. Obviously, uh, Ray went directly when he came out there, went directly after Insane Shane. And, you know, that was something to be seen. You know, I, I obviously got a front as close as you can get without being in between the two gentlemen. I, I got a front row seat to that thing. And, you know, it, those two were not pulling any punches. Those two came at it. And, you know, this thing goes back over over a year. You know, if you've been paying attention to the infamous one, Double J's post, He's been saying, you know, he, he he showed the film footage of Ray this time last year in a mask attacking Insane Shane when he was the Evolution champion. And, you know, this thing's personal and it's been brewing for a long time. I, I just, ever since he got with the infamous one, don't understand what he is doing. I don't understand anything about what the point is. Uh, We all make mistakes, Shane. I mean, and that's, I guess, what I'm trying to get at here. Yeah, Shane, Ray made a mistake. Ray Ray staked his claim, though, to the Evolution title. What are you staking your claim to, Shane? That's my thing. And I'm going to ask the infamous one that here in the second hour. Why? It's just at this point, I thought your I thought your issue was resolved. Why now? Why go after Ray now? Especially you go back to Christmas with the claws and just viciously after one of the single most back and forth, uh, bloody. Just why? Why Shane would you do that? Why would you choose to attack? Ray after he just got through that war and you chose to choke him out from behind and I mean we're going to get to you know he he did it again this last Saturday Uh, Ray gets done uh, with CJ Jenkins CJ Jenkins picking up the victory in that contest and he he attacked him again and rained down forearm blows and I will uh, give a medical update on the status of Ray. Obviously, uh, he was attended to by ringside physicians there at the Valiant Arena that night, and they did diagnose him uh, with an injury, and we will divulge that injury here in the second hour once the infamous one gets on and we're ready to rock and roll with that. Uh, Aaron, obviously, once again in the comment section, says, I understand it. JJ is great at manipulating people, and Shane's being manipulated. That's exactly what you got to say, you know. The infamous one, for all he does right and wrong, he is. He's a manipulator. He gets what he wants out of these guys. And take, you know, the gentleman, give or take, it's one of those things that he just can't get in, and he can't do anything right. It's one of those things, you know, I I just, I wish Shane would wake up and understand what's going on here. 
I'm going to uh, do some, I'm going to try to multitask here a little bit and uh, get some things taken care of. Give me one moment here as I'm going to answer a question. I, uh, the thing about it is, you know, uh, as we see here, the thing is, Shane, he's, He's one of the most dangerous individuals in the ASWF. Uh, it's just the way he goes about things now, now that the infamous one has his, you know, has his, has his whatever, his vicious, nasty hands on him. Uh, it's just, it's, it's mind blowing the difference that this man has the different man that this man has become since joining infamous Inc and becoming a part of that group. And just, I, I don't understand it, ladies and gentlemen, but that was definitely a big part of that battle Royal coming into, uh, what would eventually turn into a triple threat match, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Also, we saw D-Mike and Josh Cross. You know, as soon as Josh Cross and D-Mike came in, it was one of the things that we were, you know, looking forward to most was when these two came face-to-face. -face. Uh, you saw it once, and, you know, these two just right exactly like Ray and Shane. They came blow-to-blow. -blow. As soon as they saw each other, the fight was on. They came in and just started trading blows center of the ring, and that thing just, you know, that's another situation that is explosive whenever it uh, occurs, and it's something that we can't wait to see the conclusion of, you know, as we continue our march towards anniversary 20. And like I said, you know, it's something that we're going to address here coming up in just a few moments when we get into a six-man tag team match involving the Titans of Violence as they teamed with the original Misfit Josh Cross against, against D-Mike and the Vincent Brothers. Uh, obviously, the Titans of Violence and the Vincent Brothers issues well-documented because the Titans of Violence honestly cost the Vincent Brothers the ASWF tag team titles at Christmas with the Claws. It's one of those things, you know, is these two teams, whenever they see each other, obviously Bad Blood has now boiled over in that thing. When you look at it, though, these, you know, every individual that was in that, that battle role, they were all looking for one thing, and it came down to the final five, it was myself, it was Josh Cross, it was Mark Wolf, and it was Will Cage. Obviously, uh, Josh Cross tossing me pretty quickly. Uh, final five, and then Josh Cross himself gets tossed, and it came down to William Cage and his uh, one of his nemesis is really when going after the ASWF championship Mark Wolf, a former ASWF champion in his own right and he's kind of been looking for that formula since losing the title back uh, one sh uh, back at the Halloween show it's been one of those things that 
at Halloween Resurrection, Josh Cross has been looking for that secret formula. He's been trying to find out exactly what it's going to take to regain the ASWF championship, and he has not found it yet. Uh, but we did see that as soon as it got down to the final two combatants, uh, apparently Steve-O pulled the commissioner aside and said, hey, I'm a fighting champion. I want to defend this title right now. Get out there with these guys. We're going to do this triple threat. So Steve-O comes out and is ready to defend the ASWF championship against Will Cage, the unhinged Will Cage, and Mark Wolf, and it comes down to it at the very end of the at the very end of the triple threat, you saw it where it was Cage and uh Mark Wolf in the center of the ring. Uh Steve O obviously hitting the chair and the steel ring post there on the I believe the far side, the far left corner there, and went to the outs all the way to the outside. Obviously they great strategy there uh eliminating the big man and then somehow uh, will cage able to lock in that absolutely devastating mandible claw and when he locks that thing in ladies and gentlemen let me tell you i've seen it time and time again at this, at aswf i've seen it at other promotions once he locks that thing in it's a night night it, it's over and you saw it this time as well as when he locked that thing in and he sunk it in good on Mark Wolf, as soon as he sunk that thing in, Mark Wolf pretty much went out. Uh, the referee had to make a judgment call. And once again, Mark Wolf was on the losing end of an ASWF championship match. And we crowned a brand new ASWF Evolution champion, you know, almost a year to the date since his mentor, his uh, guider so to speak. Uh, the Psychotic Savior became ASWF champion last year, almost a year to the date ago. Uh, Will Cage has returned the dark days uh, to the ASWF and has brought back the ASWF championship trophy, as Cataclysm used to like to refer to it as. Uh, he's brought it back into the fold of the Manai, and that's interesting to look at the career trajectory of one will cage the unhinged will cage as he has now you know it just exploded since becoming the aswf champion he's ex he is basically taking this thing and running with it you know obviously nobody is able to contain this guy right now you know that's going to be the that's going to be the Question now moving forward, how do you game plan for somebody as what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, he's just unorthodox. He he's a guy who he's a guy who you never know what to expect whenever you see him enter the ring. He has no necessary he has no offensive style, so to speak. He is just a brawler, kind of like, you know, you see him in it's shades of Terry Funk of old or Mick Foley. I mean, this guy is 
always going out there, and his intent is just to hurt somebody and beat them until they cannot continue. And that is your new ASWF champion. I mean, good luck to anybody who's going to try to stop him. It's going to be something. I mean, who's going to be the first person to step up and challenge him? It's going to be another interesting thing. You know, obviously, Steve-O has a rematch clause, but I believe that I believe that he may be having some issues uh, after going into the chair. I believe medical personnel has uh, not cleared him for active competition yet. So, Steve-O, that's something to watch going in is the fact that Steve-O is not going to be able to cash in his automatic rematch clause. So that opens up the rankings. You know, you look at the number one ranked challenger right now has got to be Mark Wolf. Uh, these were released earlier this week to us. Uh, I believe Mark Wolf was ranked at number one. The main event, Curtis Dawn, is in the top five. He's another guy that could potentially be coming after the ASWF champion. Uh, I apologize constantly getting uh, new sources and information. Another guy that is uh, kind of staked his claim is Insane Shane. Insane Shane obviously is uh, staking his claim at the new ASWF champion. I believe he is ranked at the fourth spot in the championship rankings, as well as Grayson Beckett. Grayson Beckett making his first, uh, making his first, foray into the top 10 of the ASWF rankings, as well as Leo Keegan. Uh, so the the new champion, obviously not short on challengers uh, for his ASWF championship. But obviously, you know, you want to congratulate the ASWF, the former ASWF champion, now former ASWF champion, uh, Steve-O. What a title reign the guy had, you know, it, it happens sometimes, you know, obviously it's got to be disheartening to lose it the way he lost it, uh, you know, not being pinned or submitted. And obviously now on the sideline, uh, the ASWF medical personnel not clearing him for competition after he went headfirst into the chair. Um, you know, that's something that, you know, it's got to be eaten at him and uh, definitely going to be something to keep an eye on as you move forward. Uh, another thing that I want to discuss before we get into the second hour, we got about a uh, half an hour before we move on and coming up at the top of the hour, we will have the infamous one from infamous Inc, the CEO of infamous Inc, the infamous one coming on to discuss his client and, uh, really the psyche behind these attacks on the Ray Ray. I, again, these things. What a, what a difference a year has made in the psyche of Insane Shane. And, you know, we'll go ahead and get into his matchup as well this past Saturday night. Um, I did make an error in uh, reporting what happened this past Saturday night. I do want to clear that up. Uh, you know, I said that Grayson Beckett showed the blueprint on how to escape the infamous choke. What I meant to say was that Grayson Beckett showed the blueprint on how to force in St. Shane's hand. Uh, he forced his shoulders to the mat and thereby making him 
release the infamous choke. Obviously, though, that that strategy kind of one of those things in that in that it's kind of a double-edged sword because as soon as he released that infamous choke, what did he do? He transitioned right into the armbar and tried to cinch it up. Obviously, Beckett very smart and has been doing his doing his homework on Insane Shane, keeping his hands locked and making sure not to allow Shane to get that extra torque on it. But um, but I certainly cannot wait. And you're right, Aaron. Uh, these rankings are kind of a throwback, but they are how the ASWF determines who will challenge for the ASWF championship. If you're just joining us, the ASWF championship rankings did come out. Uh, Steve, Steve-O obviously losing the title this past Saturday night. Uh, he has not been cleared by the medical personnel for the ASWF for active per- active competition after he collided with that chair uh he is going through i believe the concussion protocol if i understood the briefing correctly that i got from the commissioner so once again very disheartening for the former champion not to be able to cash in his automatic rematch clause but you can guarantee as soon as uh steve-o gets back to the aswf number one priority he's going to be going back and recapturing his aswf championship But like I was going through, we can just go through them here real quick. Uh, Number one contender, obviously, Mark Wolf. Uh, I believe number listed at number two was the main event, Curtis Don. Number three, Insane Shane representing Infamous Inc. Uh, Obviously trying to stake a claim at the ASWF Championship. Uh, Grayson Beckett, one of the big names making a first appearance inside of the top ten ASWF rankings, as well as C.J. Jenkins. I believe he was listed at number eight, uh, Grayson at 10, uh, as well as uh, Asa Morta. Asa Morta's worked her way into the top five. Uh, Excalibur is number four. Uh, and, and the list goes on and on, but I cannot wait until uh, until we see uh, the champion make his first title defense. And I can't wait to see who steps up and, you know, is the first to challenge the ASWF champion, Will Cage. Uh, you know, Aaron, you, you're right. Uh, the rankings, they're similar to the uh, old school company in that, you know, it is. It's full of champions. It's full of future champions. You know, I'm going to speak with the infamous one about his thoughts on Insane Shame being ranked at number three in the ASWF championship rankings. Uh, you know, obviously his focus right now is on Ray, but you got to think that the infamous one, he's led people to ASWF championship gold before. He'd definitely love to get his grubby paws on that ASWF championship again and take it from Will Cage. And, you know, he may very well have the client who could, you know, I, I mentioned whose styles make fights. And I mentioned that the unorthodox style of Will Cage makes him a very hard competitor to prepare for styles make fights and it could very well be the situation that insane shane's looking for and you know uh, the interesting thing the reason why grayson beckett at number 10 the impressive showing he had insane shane at one point he he hit the um the diving forearm he jumped from one the dude was like a spider monkey, and for his size, 
very impressive, and the essence of Ratitude was definitely running, you know, rough shot throughout the Valiant Arena as a lot of people were feeling it. You could feel it in your chest. You could feel it. You just were so ready to see that upset, and unfortunately, Grayson Beckett not able to get it done in that uh, second contest of the evening, but very impressive, and there's the future's definitely bright for Beckett as he continues to move up the ASWF rankings towards either an ASWF championship shot or possibly an Evolution championship shot before too long. Excalibur obviously also was mentioned in those top 10 rankings as the Evolution champion. He obviously uh, gets a automatic spot into those top 10 rankings. It's just where he lands inside of them. But you look at it, you know, Cataclysm was listed, El Rey was listed, just these top 10 rankings, you're, you're right, Aaron, full of prime players inside of the ASWF. And speaking of prime players, six of them got together in the co-main event of the ASW of the show this past Saturday night. Uh, the Titans of Violence teaming with the original misfit Josh Cross to take on the Vincent Brothers and D-Mike. And D-Mike, obviously a prime player inside of the ASWF as well went right after the original Misfit. You know, those two have their issues. Uh, Obviously, you know, I kind of made a joke about it on commentary about the assist that you could give D-Mike for what happened at the, uh, during the last man standing match at Christmas with the Claws, obviously providing just enough of a distraction without touching. And that's the key thing. A lot of uh, people have been saying, you know, uh, Josh Cross especially has been very vocal about how D-Mike cost him that match. D-Mike never touched him. When Josh Cross was lobbying that uh, that Ray should have been disqualified and Ray should no longer be in the ASWF, but obviously to no avail in the fact that he never touched him. There was nothing that D-Mike did to – warrant a disqualification of uh, Ray Ray so this obviously his way of going after D-Mike and those guys went back and forth and D-Mike obviously picking up the victory for his team and what was you know a back and forth encounter these guys came out there the Vincents came out there ready to go directly after the Titans of Violence you got to think about this the Titans of Violence cost the Vincent, something that they have been going after for six long months. For six months, they've been chasing them ASWF tag team titles, and uh, they certainly did attempt to uh, capture them at the a at Christmas with the Claws, and just went back and forth. And unfortunately, the Vincents lost that matchup thanks to the Titans of Violence. And this is something we're going to want to watch going forward. Obviously. The tag team rankings coming out as well this weekend. The Titans of Violence were listed at number one, so I'm not sure if Heinzman and uh, Leo Keegan are still out there watching, but uh, they were ranked number one for the challengers uh, to challenge Taco Hill for the ASWF tag team titles, but that's certainly something to keep your eye on if they can even make it there. You know, that's the interesting thing is the Titans of Violence have almost been – They've almost been kind of sidetracked here by the Vincents. The Vincents are kind of distracting them from their main goal of becoming ASWF tag team titles. 
And rightfully so, the Vincents ranked right behind them at number three, want those tag team titles for themselves. So it's interesting to see what goes on there going forward is these two teams, they just, they absolutely went to war uh, as well as D-Mike and the original misfit, Josh Cross. And I cannot, I absolutely cannot wait to see what the future in the ASWF holds for these teams. But ladies and gentlemen, we're right up against it here. We're right about halftime. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to bring on the infamous one here in the second hour of ASWF Aftermath. Don't forget, this Saturday night, we will be live once again. You do not want to miss this. This Saturday night, once again, for the second week in a row, ASWF will be live at the Valiant Arena. We will see... uh, we will see a benefit for AD Sky. Obviously, all proceeds go into his medical expenses, and uh, we can't wait to see AD Sky come back. But, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more ASWF Aftermath. I don't know what you had in mind, but here we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! Are you looking for the best deals for your vaping needs and accessories? Then check out the guys at Sub On Vapors. With daily specials on a wide selection of mods and juices, they will surely become your one-stop shop. Ray and the guys at Sub On Vapors, located at 6929 JFK Boulevard, Suite C in North Little Rock, Arkansas, want to see you. Join them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, but more importantly, visit the store or call 501-392-6487. Sub On Vapors. Vape it like you built it.
are back, ladies and gentlemen, right here, ASWF Aftermath, getting ready for hour number two here, live on Facebook and on Talk Radio 49. And ladies and gentlemen, my guest at this time, he needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. He is the CEO of Infamous Inc. and the leader of Infamous Inc., ladies and gentlemen, the infamous Double J. Double J, how are you doing tonight? Michael, Michael, Michael. Can you hear me okay? Is it breaking up or is it crystal clear? It's crystal clear, Double J. <laughs> Good, because I got you on speakerphone, and me and Shane are sitting here on the nice view here in West Little Rock, Arkansas. And I was invited to come on to this podcast tonight simply because of you. But before we get anything, any questions about anything about me, I got some questions for you. How are you feeling tonight, Michael? <laughs> uh, I'm definitely still sore. Uh, definitely, you know, I want to get it out there. This ain't this ain't ballet, ladies and gentlemen. Don't try it at home because I'm still trying to figure out pieces of my spine that just landed on the mat someplace inside of the Valiant Arena. Well, uh, before you get into that, how did you feel when I came over there and I finally had you in my sights. <laughs> and you were sitting there, and you would have run your. You ain't gonna run your mouth about me no more, are you? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. I, I, nothing but respect. I had to slap some sense into you a little bit. You know, Shane was looking for that choke. He was gonna choke you. He was so intense and intrigued to just make and humiliate you. But your we're focus wasn't on you because we had to keep our eyes on Bray Bray out there. Uh, but. We're doing fabulous. I mean, starting at the new year, 2019, we started our journey off right, like I said, to the anniversary show. Unfortunately, you know, some other victims couldn't could intrigue to even have a good year, could they? <laughs> well, infamous one, you definitely did uh, start out 2019 explosively. You know, you came out and your client started out 2019 by forcing – Ray, uh, to be treated by medical professionals at ringside. Uh, they did diagnose him with a concussion. Um, he did, though. However, he refused to get any further medical treatment. So we're going to keep an update on that. But, you know, I will say this. The gentleman, he, he, he was diagnosed with a concussion, and he should be going through the concussion protocol. But that just... That speaks to that. That just speaks to the toughness of the guy you're going against. <laughs> toughness, more like stupidness. I mean, how more insulting can we do anything to him? I mean, there's more to come. I mean, just like everybody would say back in uh, the infamous stories, I got many stories. Just starting the journey to the anniversary show, and what more person would I like to do anything to than a guy that everybody's scared of? And they call him the what a suicide king, and they call him Ray Ray. I call him a coward. And I'll just go ahead and I will, I will follow your lead, and I will lead you into this why I call him coward. Well, I mean that's something interesting. You know, you you reference these posts on Facebook, but the one thing I want to ask you, you know. It's constant. It's from behind. It's after the last man standing match. It's all these things. It Ray 
may have made mistakes in the past, but he always did it man to man. He made it clear he wanted the Evolution title. He didn't make business personal. Here's what. Here's the thing. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and let's, let's just tell a story here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Infamous Storytime with the infamous one. Once upon a time, there's a guy named Ray Ray. He done really bad, mean things to people. And then he wanted to flip the coin and see the light. And then I was minding my own business and taking care of business within St. Shane when there was a knock at the door. And when I knocked, the, the knock came at the door, Michael, just like anybody else would do, I would open it. And guess who stood there by themselves? None other than Commissioner Joey Britt. Joey Britt put his hands on the infamous one. Shane was in the process of changing into uh, former attire to leave the arena with the infamous one. When I was grabbed immediately, the commissioner, for, you know, ungodly reasons. And then when he took me to no man's land and outside of that locker room, and then I look up and I see Ray Ray with a smile, and he has a kendo stick in his hand. And then he grabs me at the same time with Joey Britt. And then he rushes me to the ring, bum rushes me to the ring, throws me in like a piece of trash that I'm not. I'm graciously worth millions of dollars, man, and putting his hands on somebody, the, the evilness and the smartness and talented guy like myself, the best manager in the natural state, try to humiliate me by, I found out later, doing my homework. Because, you know, I always do my homework, Michael, that he went in there because them fat, nasty, low-budget fans scrounged up their nasty money and wanted him to hit me three times with a kendo stick. And Joey Britt, with the, with the laughter on his face and the laughter of all them stupid fans and Ray's face, he hit me three times and humiliated me. So you know what happens when you take and you put your hands on me? There's going to be some very, very, very intense precautions going to be taken upon, you know, Mr. Elvis, Ray, Ivy. So... When he had his glory moment, I thought back in 2018, December the 15th show, let's bring it back to, of course, when he had his moment, I wanted to take something from him, which was his moment. And successfully, we took his moment. Before we go into that moment, let's go back in March of 2018, when you accused me and my client jumping him three times, Michael, you said, well, eventually this guy, he just turns around and uh, he uh, does things man-to-man. No. We can do the course if courses do. Take your medicine where course is. And Michael, Ray, Elvis, Ivy, the guy that everybody's scared of, he was the one underneath the mask hiding. He was the one jumping my client when he was the evolution champ, excuse me, champion. And so we would turn the tables and take his moment back to December 15th away from him and show him it ain't funny when you're not the one in control anymore. We're in control of your fight. We're in control of the show and where you go. We'll get more into that in a minute. And we took that away from him. And he sit in the ring going up to jogging up to January the 5th, 2019, when he went out there and said, there's my family. There's my sister I ain't seen in five years, that skank, that nasty, 
low-down, nasty family of his. He ain't talked in five years. No wonder I wouldn't talk to him in five years. I wouldn't even talk to Ray in five years or a billion years. But we went out there and took his, again, his moment and showed him what it's like to jump people from behind, what it's like to be having medicine done unto him. He don't like it very well, does he? Oh, the so-called king became a crybaby queen. Now he's reaching out to these fans. Now you tell me that he has a concussion. This could tell you something. I know he's probably listed, listening right now. I'll try to laugh. Ray, hear my voice and hear it clearly. I'm not your past productions that you and Joey and Ricky dealt with. This is somebody that you never crossed paths with. You got some years up on me, 16 years, but you never dealt with the most vicious, the most powerful-minded. I got more con- – you don't have no friends in wrestling, right? Nobody likes you. I know that. Nobody cares for you. Nobody comes to – do you not notice, Michael, nobody comes to his aid? I made sure of that. I made sure that the there's nobody coming to help the Savior. Not talking about cataclysm. I'm talking about Ray right now. Ray – Elvis Ivy. And that's what he does, Michael. He's never beaten my client. My client is undefeated against him. Point blank. These people can call me fat. I'm fat. I'm fat rich. <laughs> I'm I'm the most powerful person with and I got the right client for the right job, Michael. Well, I mean, the infamous one, that's the interesting thing about it. You know, you do mention that, you know, the uh, Suicide King has not defeated your client in a one-on-one contest. But he does hold victories over your client. You know, he has he was able to pull out a victory at the anniversary show, winning the Evolution Championship from your client. Obviously, a triple threat match, as well as a couple others. But the thing is, you are right. You know, he was the man that, you know, really pulled one over on Ray. You know, Ray thought everything was cool. The past was behind him. And unfortunately, that was all for naught. Um, And we saw that whenever Shane attacked him viciously using that infamous choke. And uh, Double J, I, I know I talked to Ray this week, and, you know, I, I know a lot of people have tried to talk to him. I know a lot of people have reached out to him. One thing I will say, you know, I got to him and I was like, Ray, you got to get checked out. This Shane thing, it's going too far, man. And, and I tell you, Jay, I got to warn you. I mean, I saw what happened with Brad. I, I, I saw how he acted with everybody beforehand but this is a new ray this is a more focused ray this is a no. scarier ray hey michael 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 hold, on, hold your brakes hold your brakes michael you we all seen what he done to the past and you say this is a more focused right this is not focused i know he's not focused me and shane know he's not focused we're attacking him at his weakness. We're attacking him at his at his goodness. This guy, given I'm not going to sit here and manipulate him saying it that he's not powerful or he's not overcoming. He's done a lot of things in his career, but there's one thing he's never done is faced the advocate of Infamous Inc. 
and I'm just a, not a I'm not a competitor. I'm not putting myself out there. I'm just telling you, he don't have the the stroke I have. He don't have the money I have. He don't have the power that I got. And I don't need that 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 past power that you have in the ASWF. That was weakness. That was in the in the monks of everything. You have to get rid of some garbage. But you, there's things that you do history on that Ray's not listening to to people or doing homework on. I've been threatened. I've been beaten to my life. Michael, I've been, I've been through a lot. And guess what? I am still at ASWF. I don't walk away. <laughs> I don't quit. I keep coming back, and I bring bigger and better people. And I got the best client I ever imagined in my life. He's an MMA fighter. He's a mixed martial artist. He's a professional wrestler. And he can, he's got a, a moves of a thousand more hoes than Dean Malenko ever thought about having. I'm talking about this guy is a machine. And the focus that I was going to bring on here tonight, and I've been sharing on Facebook and talking to you, let's get into that. I want to make an announcement. I'm just an advocate. I'm just a manager. I'm not an athlete. This is coming from my client in St. Shane. And St. Shane has instructed me to come on tonight to make sure that Ray and all you little fans out there listen up. Any promotion that Ray is at, I have met with the Arkansas Athletic Commission. I have been granted, granted, dearly to go to any promotion I want to. Now, they, the Arkansas Athletic Commission has instructed me that they will not let me in. They, they had the power to not let me in, but I always, I'm going to make a threat from Shane to Ray. Any promotion you're at and we can't get in, money can buy everything. I can get in. I can pay a ticket. I could buy a paid ticket. We could buy a paid ticket. But if they don't let us in, Ray, you have to go home. You have a home. That's the only place I can't touch you at. But I know your whereabouts and where you're going to be at tomorrow night. And then speaking of tomorrow night, Michael, guess where he's going to be at? It's been all the flyers and advertisement with my client advertised on there as well. He's going to be at Rumors, Bars, and Grill. And I'm not right. allowed to be there. I was told I, was told I, couldn't, make, uh, I couldn't be involved. But, Michael, i got a huge surprise. And if everybody wants to know where that's at, Michael, give that address. Rumors, Bars, and Grills tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. I promise you this, and I've made promises, and everybody knows that, oh, he's just talking out of his ass, and he's talking out of his butt, and, and just talking, talking, talking. No, I'm not the last commissioner that done that. No, I'm not them. I'm the guy that makes promises and makes it come through. Tomorrow night at Rumors, Bars, and Grills in Hot Springs, Arkansas, Ray will not leave Hot Springs tomorrow night. He will not be at ASWF this Saturday night, and that's a promise. LFW, I know it's not. Be, I know I've been told not to be bringing up any promotions, but I'm going to pay the fine anyway. Anytime he's booked at LFW, we're going to beat him down. We're going to get a hold of him. Shane is going to absolutely, positively beat the crap out of him. I know Michael got to watch my language. Anytime he's booked at any other promotion in the state of Arkansas. Ray, you're not safe. I don't care if you think I'm, I'm playing with you or toying with you. I'm not. I'm not your past. I'm not the past people that you got rid of. I'm not the past people you ever deal with. Ray, you're in so deep trouble. You're in the most consumed places that I'm going to get you, and I'm gonna we're going to pound you like you've never been pounded before. And you know what? I hear he's not a Trump supporter. You know, I'm going to go a little personal with him. You know, <laughs> this dude – is gay. You know what? I hate gay people, and I hate kids, I hate adults, and I hate Ray Elvis Ivy. 
Shane hates him. We hate everybody. So the post that that people put on there tagging my client, he don't care nothing about you. He is a big Trump supporter. Shane hates you, Ray. Shane's going to hurt you. Do you understand my words come over this airwaves? If you don't listen to anything else and you think your concussion is just about is just a small seed, it's going to happen to you, right? Well, that is one thing that, uh, you know, looking forward that Ray is going to have to watch out for. And I know he knows. He's been paying attention to your posts. And I couldn't get him to give me a straight answer uh, as far as, you know, what he plans on doing uh, according to this. But one thing I will say is this, uh, you know, the gentleman is focused. He knows you're coming. He knows everything that's going on, and he is uh, he's ready to find out exactly what it's all about. But uh, while – and Pamela's right. She says you're threatening him. And, you know, that's a very good point, Pamela, here in the comments section. And feel free to call in 347-989-1171 if you want to uh, interact with myself for the infamous one, Double J. But, uh, you know, Double J, I want to go back to this past Saturday Michael, night. You know, you... Michael, can Do I say something before you get into the anything else? Can I comment? Can I, can I at least make a civil comment? Yes. Okay, I'm going to make a civil comment on, on the airways. On the airways. And I'm going to be civil... Anybody wants to call in, again, it's 347-989-1171. Call in. Be P, you know, it's got to be PG. you got to be civil. I promise to be civil. I promise Michael Carnahan and the voice of ASWF and the rest of the officials I would be civil tonight. But I, the threats, I never make threats, Pamela. I never make threats. I make promises that can't be broken. How can you make threats when, potentially, how long have you been going to ASWF? Probably not very long because you're not up to date. I make promises. And Ray's going to see just how promising that the infamous thing is coming down on top of his head. But go ahead, Michael. I'll shut up, and I'll let you go ahead and do what you got to do. I told you I would follow along and be professional with you tonight. Well, I want to go back to something you've kind of been getting on to me about. Uh, starting Monday, I started getting emails from you about, you know, how I worded something but uh, this past Saturday night, uh, Grayson Beckett, you've got to be impressed with the young man and that he is the first person that's actually forced uh, in St. Shane, not forced his way out of Miss Chokehold or forced the break, but he was forced infamous, uh, in St. Shane to transition from the chokehold by bridging up and pinning his shoulders to the mat almost um, for a count. Uh, you got to be impressed with the young man. What are your thoughts on the essence of gratitude, Grayson Beckett, who also is making his first appearance in the top 10 rankings for the ASWF title? Not very impressed at all, Michael. Not very impressed at all. I know you're probably surprised to see it coming from me like that. I'm not very impressed at all. And uh, you said he forced. He didn't force nothing. You know, did I mention earlier he was a martial artist? I mean – a man with a thousand more plus hoes. I mean, Shane knew that he had to get, get go to something else. And the, you call him the essence of gratitude. He needs to be essence of praying that he didn't break his arm in that arm bar. And no, more especially, <laughs> this Beckett, 
better learn something since he's new. The next time he comes, it'd probably be two years from now because he's not getting another chance because you only get one chance to fight my client. That 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 headband that was around your head, that's the only thing that was going down your throat. You're lucky that our fist, not excuse me, Shane's fist, didn't go straight down your throat and come out the other end. Because you think you think you're a really good technical wrestler coming up in this business. You don't know anything about wrestling but what you've known, but you, you just come out of special training. And it's just a, that's just the mix of it. You know, Michael, I'm glad you put this guy on building blocks of Bob the Builder. I'm glad it, that he's got a future. But a future, if he's coming after my client, he ain't got a future left. He better take another ratitude to essence and go somewhere else because coming into our playground, coming into our yard, yeah, using terms that that ring is Shane's yard, that arena, any arena Shane goes to, it belongs to him. Do you understand what I'm saying, Michael? Well, yes, sir. And speaking of that, I know you've kind of uh, – you haven't released a statement since they came out, but I know you've seen the uh, rankings, and I believe you uh, feel a little bit disrespected. Uh, in the top ten rankings this week, your client was listed at number three, and I know you guys wanted that uh, one spot. Uh, but quite high for the new ASWF champion, uh, possibly challenge, becoming a challenger for it. Uh, I know you guys have your focus, laser focused on Ray right now, but is that the plan? Uh, are you guys eventually going to go after the ASWF championship? As I said before, me and Shane have, have been sitting down two hours before this podcast came on and ASWF Wrestling Facebook Live page came on. I'm telling you, the look in his eyes and the training he was doing in the in the gym, and I met with him in the private area, the sweat pouring out. He just looked at me. He goes, hey, this is the exact words, and I quote. He said, Double J, he said, I, I'm glad that they privilegedly wanted me to be in, in, this, in this title run. But I stopped him. I said, at any given moment, I can give you titles. I can give any title in that, in that business of ASWF or any federation. I said, Shane, you know and I could take people to the gold if they want to. He stopped me in mid-sentence and stood up, and he got right in my face. And being the advocate I am, being really scared of this guy, he told me, he goes, titles at this point don't mean a thing. He said, Double J, breaking the bones in the neck and whatever I can to choke even harder on Ray Elvis Ivy. And that's how he talked real deep. He goes, I'm going to shove my fist so far in his rotten. I can't say anymore because it's got to be PG. And he's, you know, foul language is coming out of his mouth. He said, I'm going to bring something that he has not dealt with. And he said to the ring, and he said, I'm going to do more fighting than wrestling because Bray doesn't know how to fight. He just knows how to wrestle. Because I think I seen, we've seen a preview of some old wrestling back today. He can go about dreaming. He can go back watching videotapes. We're the new era. Shane's the new era. And, Michael, he got my face. He said he could care less about a title right now. He wants his focus. I know you understand that you told me that. His focus right now, he's got – I mean, when he was punching the bag, he was punching it so hard he was knocking the dust off of it and kicking it and just absolutely training so hard. He was profusely just red, mad, and focused. This is a new Shane I've never seen before, Michael. 
Well, absolutely, and you know we will uh, keep everybody updated, and we always enjoy having you on here, Infamous One, and we look forward to uh, talking with you here in the future as you continue to guide your client's career in the ASWF and especially towards uh, what you guys hope is the destruction of uh, Ray Ray, and we will keep everybody updated. Yes, sir? Before we move on, uh, before we move on, is anybody in the – I ain't even looking because I can care less. I've seen earlier – I ain't saying talking about now. I've seen earlier beginning of the podcast is our old Mark fan, uh, what's his name, Aaron Chabowski, Wawowski. I see he's, he's on there commenting stuff and running his mouth. Uh-huh. Hey, Aaron, why don't you use your, your, your dial tone phone, your track phone, and dial 347 347- Nine eight nine. I know he's slow. Let me get the last word to him. One or nine eight nine three four seven one one four seven. What's the number, Michael? I get so tracked. I can't even see the number here. Three one three four seven nine eight nine one one seven one. And yes, we do. We encourage everybody to call in. Or you know, Aaron, if you're still uh, busy, go ahead and comment in the comment section. Uh, feel free. Uh, you know, he was here earlier, and he was very vocal about how you are uh, manipulating. You're a manipulator, and you're manipulating Shane. I guess I'd get butt hurt too, Michael, if I got fired before Christmas, and then he's just he just trying to cause the kettle to kettle be black. I mean, this is a guy who was nobody at anything trying to work in the office. He just – I'll just tell you about it. I'm going to go ahead and get the exposure of this guy. He's a wrestling fan. I was trying to mold him and find him a way into the business and the infamous thing. But when Shane came to me and seen some stuff, he was doing shadiness by going behind my back and doing some other things and trying to talk to other people. He never had permission to. Stuff like that, just not following along the guidance we had. You have to fire people at one point in time. I mean, Michael, you, you've been fired. I mean, everybody in, in this in this world has been fired. I've never been fired. I mean, I own a billion dollar company going to trillion dollar company i mean i got people that i manage out of state i send money to and i don't even have to be there and i know that they're doing the jobs that we ask them to do so michael i got associates not just with shane i got contracts that's in this big business of mine but like i said i just want to get there and let you go ahead and go forward it's three four seven nine I do want to go ahead and let you address this. Amanda, a fan, comments, says, uh, that's all you do is manipulate and cheat people. So, I mean, it's not just Aaron's opinion that you're doing this. Uh, It seems like a consensus throughout the ASWF fan base that you manipulate and you cheat. And, you know, I've even heard people say that you've ruined careers. You know, I've heard the co-commissioner, Joey Brett, say that you ruin careers and you run people out of the business. Well, what do you say to them? Can I ask you something? Go ahead. Uh, what I want to say to you, is Joey Britt a co-commissioner or is he a commissioner? I mean, did somebody ever get that right? I thought he was Excuse full-time me, commissioner. Excuse me, I apologize. I mean, commissioner. <laughs> I mean, okay, let me address Amanda. Amanda, I know that you got your cheap laptop or your cheap computer, your cheap skate self, and you're, you're saying that I cheat. I think you cheat on your taxes. I think you're a cheater in li- on your family. You cheat on everything. I'm not a cheater. I never cheated in my life. 
how successful jealousy runs on the podcast and ASWF wrestling fan base. I mean, Ray's jealous of Shane because he's successful. When you're successful in life, Michael, people tend to try to hate on your parade. They do. That's what the fans do. They cheat. They lie. They tell lies to people because they're jealous. They're so jealous of Infamous Inc. They're so jealous of the, the greatest manager ever walked and come into professional wrestling in the state of Arkansas. I mean, Michael, ruined careers. I only, only ruined some people's careers when it deserves. But that nobody else is deserving in the 2019. And Shane is going to the top. And Shane's starting with Ray. Because Ray starts well, Aaron, with me. We're going to finish. Well, infamous one while you were answering Amanda, uh, Aaron did comment. He said, LOL, firing me was the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. Obviously, it doesn't sound like it's uh, hurting them too bad that you let him go. Yeah, he's he's still uh, probably drawing unemployment or not unemployed. He's probably still unemployed because he's a lazy, fat, just like the rest of these Americans out here, and them fans and them stands grounding and scrounging for something to support their family because they don't have that grand slam win, making good money that me and Shane do, and getting rid of the trash and the weaselness that he committed inside the company. And he's just upset and mad, just like the rest of these people, but especially Aaron, because he's not on the inside no more. He's looking from the outside in. <laughs> pathetic, Aaron. You're so pathetic with your comebacks or whatever excuses that you have to tell your family or tell yourself. Why don't you buy a ticket? Maybe once in a while, can't you ever show up to a show? Because you never could when I instructed you to. Never. <laughs> Failure. Failures. Ray's the lead, well, leading the failures of failures. Ray is. He's a failure. Brad's a failure. I mean, Joey Britt has been the one successfully taking stuff from back around around, around the corner. I mean, I'd rather deal with the, the commissionership of Joey Britt and listen to his mouth than hear things about what Ray gets and all this other crap. Go ahead. I'm outside watching people get fires, and, and we're out here being, Shane, Shane, be quiet. I know it's funny listen to Michael. And listen to what these fans say. <laughs> well, Amanda did chime in. She said, look, I work. I don't have to cheat on my taxes. But one thing I want you to address, infamous yes. one, you know, a lot. Hey, hey Michael, let me comment on that, and then I'll let you go get something else. Mm-hmm. She said she works. <laughs> yeah. Good thing about me, I don't have to get out here in the workforce and work. All I do is we make money. You know how we make money? By sitting down and the money comes to us. We don't have to get out here and work for a living. You know, it's great to have millions of dollars coming in to Infamous Inc., owning a beautiful building here in Little Rock, Arkansas, where your scumbags are sitting there in northeast Arkansas. And we're over here in the beautiful city of central Arkansas. Well, infamous one, I do want you to want to address something while we await somebody to comment or call in. One thing I want you to address, a lot of people say that uh, Aaron may be your undoing. You know, a lot of people say that he knows Infamous Inc. better than anybody in uh, in professional wrestling. He knows your inner working. Uh, he knows how to bring the company down uh, because he knows everything yeah. about the company. Well, comment on that. Just go ahead and address that. You see, you don't throw all your cards down when you play poker. You don't put everything down the table. And that's what Shane was coming to me in the in the mix to see, 
everybody needs to point their fingers at Aaron because Aaron knew that my new client was going to be Shane, the weasel line, son of a gun you want to talk about. He don't know how to bring any company down. Hell, he can't, he can't even keep down a job, more or less, trying to bring a company down. He can't even run – he couldn't even run his own job at the company I had him at, at Infamous Inc. I mean, so he can't keep a job down. And so he can't bring a company down. So that kind of tells you, mm, no, he's not the answer. And many more people before him has been trying to bring the infamous one down. No, nah, they can't. They can't do it. Nobody has. Nobody has that number. Not Ray. Not even the past. I'm gonna bring it up, Brad. Nobody can uh, bring me down. I mean, there's nobody. I'm too powerful, Michael. Do your homework. We're so. Well, I got Shane. Well, Jay, to expound upon that, and, you know, Aaron commented while you were answering, he says, you allowed this failure to know your secrets, Batman, and then, then he calls you a punk. <laughs> See, he's got to take the low bridge trying to try to antagonize me to interact. I'm, Michael, I can care less what that dude's got to say. He, he ain't no secrets. The secret is that he got fired. <laughs> the secret is that he's a low-down scumbag i mean yeah there's no secrets to be revealed if aaron you're going to do some secrets and then they expose them on the internet let everybody know the secrets aaron and i'm done with you no more no more comments or anything i'm not gonna you're beneath me i'm too great to talk to you i'm better than you and the rest of them fans shane's better than you and the rest of them fans and you keep on threading me you know i have the power to get you for slander I could sue. I've been. I sued a lot. I, I won a lawsuit not too long ago from a guy in a company that was using stuff that shouldn't be used, and I won five thousand dollars from him. Excuse me, Shane. I know. It's, I gave you half of that. It was fifteen hundred. I know. You got ten thousand of it. I took five and put it back in the company. <laughs> well, infamous one. You know, while you're done addressing the fans, I do want to ask you before we let you go here off of aftermath. I do want to ask you. You know, you said you're going to be there tomorrow night at Rumors Bar and Grill. I'm going to be there as well, covering uh, covering what's going on. Uh, tell me a little bit about you. Tell me a little bit about what you and Shane have planned this Saturday night at the Valiant Arena at the benefit for AD Sky. God rest his soul. God bless him so much. AD Sky. Wish him nothing but the best and recovery and what's happening to him in his in his car wreck and and we raised this money to relieve his medical bills. Uh, we have nothing planned for this Saturday night because you know, the reason why is because tomorrow night, and there will be coverage, you, you're going to be there. You just surprised me. You're going to make your way to Hot Springs, Arkansas. So when you make your Hot Springs, Arkansas presence known, I'm going to be, and this is no surprise, it's all over the airways. They will get back to that Elvis Ivy, El, uh, Ray Ray, that the infamous Inc. in St. Shane, and myself would be at Rumors, Bars, and Grills tomorrow night in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Ray Elvis Ivy will not make it to ASWF, so people still buy your tickets because the infamous one and infamous thing will be all set sail this Saturday. Because, Michael, I promise, and I promise, I'm so joyful promising that I got an equalizer that's going to take Ray down this tomorrow night. He's not going to make it this Saturday. And I promise you, you won't see a sign of Ray this Saturday at the Valiant Arena 
So y'all get ready to not be seeing Ray this Saturday because Infamous Inc. and Insane Shane will leave Hot Springs and their next target is Tuckerman, Arkansas at ASWF Valiant Arena. Well, Infamous One, I definitely want to thank you for coming on here tonight and taking time out of your busy schedule running Infamous Inc. in the day-to-day operations uh, there. And I certainly... uh, My pleasure, Michael. Thank you for letting me come on. I think I've hit all the high points that that we wanted to look at. I appreciate Mm -hmm. you. uh, Like I said, I'll be civil coming on here. Appreciate you coming on. Let me come on the ASBF Wrestling page, Facebook Live, so them stupid fans can hear me and get to address the cost. And also the uh, Talk Radio 49. Michael, you won't see me. You will never know when we're coming. But keep your cameras. Keep it broadcasting. Let the news know that Elvis, and I, he hates it when he gets called out. That's why I'm doing this, to get underneath his skin, because he don't know. Ray Ivey. Infamous Inc. and Insane Shane will leave you laying tomorrow night. You're not going to be able to make it to value. Michael, I got things to do. Me and Shane have got to things to do, and we're getting prepared for tomorrow night. You have a lovely night, sir. Good night. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the infamous one. And with that being said, I do want to encourage you guys, stay tuned to the ASWF Facebook page uh, for more updates on what's going on with this whole situation. As yes, tomorrow night, uh, Ray Ray will be in action at Rumor Bar- Rumors Bar and Grill in Hot Springs. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, the infamous one has also stated that he will be in the building. He will find some way, him and his choir will find some way at Ray Ray. So certainly want to keep your eyes on the Facebook page to keep updated on that. But ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it. You will want to be there this Saturday night, 201 Highway 367 North in Tuckerman, Arkansas. The benefit for AD Sky, ladies and gentlemen, all proceeds are raised from this event. will go to the medical expenses of AD Sky, who unfortunately suffered that horrific car accident earlier or late last year. Uh, I will let you guys know that uh, this Saturday night we do have scheduled for Ray to be in the building, but unfortunately, um, you know, that's that's fluid based upon what happens tomorrow night. Right now, the plan, ladies and gentlemen, is for Ray to be in the building. Also, you will have the ASWF champion, the unhinged Will Cage will be in the building. Also, the brand-new ASWF tag team champion, Taco Hell, will be in the building. Be there, 201 Highway 367 North, Tuckerman, Arkansas. This Saturday night, the benefit for AD Sky, ladies and gentlemen. For AD, it is all for AD, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you this Saturday night. Good night, everyone.